0: And welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your Sampson Folk, and you are joining me after the Raptors 117 to 105 loss in what was their first home game in Tampa Bay, even though it was preseason. So they lost the Miami Heat 117 to 105 in a game that Kyle Lowry made his official start to the season, if that counts. It was our first time seeing him. Everybody with all the COVID restrictions has been hidden away from media a lot and especially Kyle, who didn't travel with the team to go to Charlotte. This was our first time seeing him. Just off the top of the podcast, he looked awesome. Kyle was really good. The thing you worry about most with scoring guards, or even guards at all as they age, is how long does the scoring pop last? And Kyle, even though it was a preseason game, but Bam Adebayo looked fairly engaged on the defensive end, Kyle was able to get into the teeth of the defense. His guile... His smarts in there, his ability to draw fouls, obviously very prominent. He's dangerous. Anytime somebody has an arm near him, he'll get to the free throw line. And his jumper looked great. His pull-up jumper was, it was sparkling tonight. I, I loved it. So off the top, it feels like the most important thing to touch on was that this seemed like a preview of the rotation that Nick Nurse has in mind to start the season. So DeAndre Bembry, a guy who came into the preseason as like the 11th man off the bench. You see him in the ninth man spot and trying to creep towards maybe something a little bit higher. Terrence Davis definitively was in that seventh, eighth man spot. Boucher played a lot better in this game than he had in past games, especially in the second quarter. He had a really nice run of help side defense and triples that he was just making rain. Terrence Davis Looks like the guy that the team wants to play in that eighth spot in the rotation. He was really, really bad tonight, as is you know a staple of his game. There's like a little bit of scoring pop. He finds himself in good positions. he plays well off ball, especially if his jumper's going down. But he was on ball quite a bit tonight, and the four turnovers he had was a lot, and typically just didn't seem like he was creating a lot of advantages. He had five fouls on defense. He's always been a very risk-heavy defender. He likes to gamble, and just mistakes abound in this game. So I'm not sure if that's going to inform what Nurse thinks because now that we have that three-game sample, if you look at Terrence Davis, if you look at Malachi Flynn, I think that Flynn made a more compelling case for that third guard spot behind Fred VanVleet and Kyle Lowry. Remains to be seen. Flynn came in. At the very end of the game, after getting basically no run with the, the big six on the Raptors—Pal, Baines, OG, Pascal, Fred, and Kyle—he didn't get to play any type of minutes this game with them. Disappointing. I wanted to see Flynn and Kyle work together, but them's the breaks. That's the way it—you know—it shakes out. Flynn, I thought, had a nice close to the game. He's so affecting on defense. He digs in on big men like Fred or Kyle do. He's got heavy hands for those strips. He's a really engaging and he's a nosy on-ball defender. He bugs guys when he gets into them and he tracks really well his off-ball stuff. I mean, every rookie has to get used to the space of the NBA, but even still, I thought he tracks fairly well off-ball and his screen navigation continues to impress and, This game, that was more so during garbage time. He made a hell of an alley-oop pass. I think that he just makes great decisions when he has the ball in his hands. And I was a little bit confused about what the Raptors, if this was a preview of what the rotation is looking like, what they're doing there. Overall, this game, though, was... It didn't seem to matter a lot. I mean, the Raptors played their main guys more so than any other game in the preseason I think that was because they wanted to get Kyle more reps next to the guys he's going to play next to for most of the season, considering Kyle missed the first two games. Pascal on offense, there is Bam Adebayo waiting at the rim. The Heat were really loading up on him. He was happy to just kind of extend his range. He took 15 shots, scored 14 points. It wasn't great, but a nice performance from downtown. 4 of 7. Kyle Lowry, 6 of 10. The Raptors, in the first half especially, very, very dependent on three-pointer. And the Heat were as well. This game had lots of turnovers. It very up and down. Lots of shots from downtown. The Raptors almost had double the attempts from downtown to two-point attempts at one point in the game, which is, that is kind of rare. That's a lot of three-point attempts. And their defense wasn't really impressive at all either. Lots of holes. Just guys who are looking to make an impact on the Miami Heat roster, finding room to make plays for themselves. Casey Opala, Struz, both those guys I thought were awesome. Max Struz, Casey Opala, 24 points for Opala, 22 points for Struz or Struss. I can't remember how they're saying it on the broadcast, and I'm not even sure if that was correct. Bam was just kind of going through the motions on offense, doing his little dribble handoffs, that kind of stuff. But the Heat moved around a lot. They hit some open jumpers, and the Raptors did not seem to want to keep up. So the first half, pretty score-heavy, lots of three-pointers, lots of turnovers. Not much to glean other than the shaping of the rotation, if that's what it was. OG has yet to return to that Game 1 form where he's on ball more often and taking guys off the dribble and finishing with a shot of his own. In this game, we did see some attempts off the dribble, not to take a shot, but just to break guys down. He did on a couple occasions, but the help defense came and he felt more comfortable passing out. That's It's difficult to become a shot maker in the league, and it's even more difficult to become a shot creator. OG Ananobi has become a shot maker. He is a great addition and compliment to so many players on the Raptors. Right now, he's trying to take that next step into shot creator, and it's tough. You, the balance you have to have in your body... Your handle, your jumper, all that stuff has to be really on point. And we've seen Pascal Siakam accelerate that process in almost an unprecedented way. And I think maybe we were getting a little bit too excited from OG's first game because he really did pop off in game one. In this game, mostly just doing spot up stuff. As I said, a couple of nice crosses that he passed out of afterwards. Defensively doing his thing, going through the motions. He's all NBA. I'm not worried about him on that end. But offensively, you would like to see a little bit more. And from Pascal going downhill, I think you'd like to see a little bit more too. But the Heat were sitting on it. That's, that's fine. Fred, really happy to work off ball in this game. And he didn't have great effect as a shot maker or anything. But I, th- my favorite plays from this game were Fred had a couple pull-ups in the mid-range in the pick and roll. That's great to see. I'd love to see him add that shot. He got blocked on one, as I've talked about in numerous other podcasts and in my writing. He feels cramped when he's in the middle. It has to be wide open for him to take that jumper. But even then, if he starts taking it in those situations, punishing, dropping big men, I like that a lot. That's my biggest positive from tonight. His defense, of course, was there. Fred is hellacious on that end. He's fantastic. And I thought he just... He kind of rocked out to Kyle Lowry's groove offensively. Just played the sidekick role, went 0 for 7 from 3, but it wasn't really to the detriment of anything because it's a preseason game. Very low yield. It doesn't matter that much. Aaron Baines, I guess the last starter to talk about, it's very clear he's still trying to find his spot in this defense. There's a lot of stunting, a lot of recovering that has to happen in this defense. And you kind of have to gel quickly if you want to play a big part in it. He's still doing his best to try and get acclimated to how Kyle plays, how Fred plays, how Pascal and OG play. Once that comes along, it'll be better. There are things to like. Defensively, his movement, tracking players who are attacking, closeouts, I think pretty good. Uh, Not super aggressive because that's just... It's preseason, and he's being asked to cover a lot of ground. So he he's trying his best. The movement is, I would say, better than most people would have expected. It's the rim defense that is not really there yet, but it's because he doesn't know his spot in the defense quite yet. Still, he he's going to be a huge part of the team. He has defensive acumen that's been seen elsewhere, Detroit, Boston especially in Phoenix. He had a great start to the season last year. I expect him to find his, his spacing, and I expect, I expect him to make it work. It was a, a decent rebounding game for him as well. For the rest of the guys, as I talked about, Boucher really liked his game. It's, he's at his best when he's playing like on intuition, when there's not too much thinking going on, when the game becomes really simple and there's a guy hard-charging from the weak side. And Chris Boucher has to get over there. He has to rotate. He's got to get his arms up. Does he foul too much? Absolutely. Does he think he never fouls? Absolutely. He never thinks he fouls. But his willingness to shoot, as we saw with OG, as we'll see with Baines, as we'll see with Bembry, a lot of players on this team are a little bit hesitant to shoot. Chris Boucher just being a willing shooter and saying like, hey, I'm going to come out there. I'm going to go three for four from downtown. That type of attitude and the you know some he has a certain pedigree as a shooter. it's never been super great. I don't think he ever I don't think he's ever cleared thirty four percent in college or thirty three percent as a pro but if he's gonna let it rain, let it rain make the defense respect you and somebody has to take shots because when he plays with Bambri, for example. Bembry likes to create, he likes to make nice passes, he likes to play really great point-of-attack defense. He does really fit the Macaw role, except I think he's a better defender and I think he's a better passer. Is he a better shooter? He seems like a more willing shooter, but Macaw, despite being, I think, a reluctant shooter for a lot of last year, was, I think, a very respectable shooter in open catch-and-shoot situations. So if he's putting the shot up, I felt a reasonable amount of, you know, expectation that McCaw was going to be able to make some threes with Bembry, He has a quicker release. He's more willing, but I don't think his percentages will eclipse anything McCaw has done as far as a catch and shoot guy. So there's, there's some trade-offs there, but I still think Ben is the superior player at this point in time. And I like what he brings to the Raptors, but, You need shooters next to him because he does not want to take on the scoring role. There's only so many Iverson cuts. There's only so many lanes or seams he can find to the rim during the game. Like a defense is going to tighten those up. So that leaves us with a disappointing Norman Powell performance to discuss. He, You know, as has been said with a lot of other guys, he has, there's a very clear acumen to Norman Powell. He's performed in way more meaningful games than this one and done it numerous times. And over the course of regular season games, hundreds of times, he'll figure it out. He has, he's very good in transition. His finishing has come around. He's almost 80th percentile for his position. He was for over the past three years has been, except for a little blip, basically a 39, 40% three point shooter, just be patient with him. He'll come around. He'll find his way in the offense. This game, not super great. Just nothing too exciting. Malachi Flynn, as I said, the distribution I thought was awesome towards the end of the game. He had five assists in 12 minutes. He's very tidy, no turnovers, and awesome defensively. He had five points himself, cashed a triple. You just, there's a lot to like. Other guys who I thought stood out. Yuta Watanabe, as I've said in the other two games, he's a capable defender. He's active with his hands and his feet. He'll give chase over the top. He'll blow up, pick and rolls. He'll grab boards. He has nice size at the position. And he found himself for two open triples. Well, three, actually. And he hit two of them. And I don't know what else you want from Yuta Watanabe. He flashes middle to help out trapped ball handlers. He's not scared to shoot it. There's clear, like he's got a nice jumper and he's, yes, older than Brissett, 27 to 22 or 23, I believe Brissett is. But I think Yuta Watanabe has made the case for a roster spot on the Raptors this year. Maybe not a guy who plays a bunch of minutes, but a guy who can plug in very quickly. I think it's, at this point, it's quite clear that Watanabe should be an NBA player. Alex Len, a guy I like a lot. Didn't have a big impact in this game. Just played garbage minute. Was in there to occupy space near the rim on both sides of the floor. Rebound if he could. That's not super exciting. But there was one basket he scored where I thought Flynn's manipulation of the lanes on the court was just fantastic before he found him. Really happy with those two connecting. Paul Watson hit a a couple shots as well. I like Paul a lot as I've talked about before, that shot creation. And this is all happening while the Miami Heat are finding offense on the other side. And the Raptors, while having some very good and promising defensive plays themselves, Flynn, for example, Watanabe, for example, having some nice individual plays, they still are getting scored on a lot. So the Heat, I think, on the other side, had a lot of guys they should be proud of and happy with. And the Raptors should be with some of their guys too. So if this was the rotation, I am left a little bit confused. But I guess we'll see. And all this exchange of different performances from different players left the Raptors down by 12 at the end of the game. 117 to 105. I don't think there's anything in particular to complain about in this one. Uh, Not great transition defense from the Raptors. Overall, not great team defense, and that's what you get in games like this. There's not full buy-in. Once the regular season rolls around, expecting Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, Pascal, and Aaron Baines not to defend like hell, I think that's it'll happen. They'll be good. And, you know, Lowry's scoring pop, just that alone, is a great signal of things to come, as is Pascal's three-point shooting. DeAndre Bembry, Terrence Davis, Matt Thomas, Norm Powell, the bulk of minutes off the bench in this one, Malachi Flynn playing the full fourth quarter. It's interesting. I'm very intrigued to see how Nurse decides to dole out those minutes as the season goes on, and especially to see opening night, New Orleans, who's going to get the time? Who's going to be the guy? It will be Norm off the bench probably, or Boucher, I would assume but who are the guys who come after that and in what role? That's very, very interesting to me. And I hope they find time for Flynn, man, because I like him a lot. I think he's better than just the guy who dominates preseason games. I think he can plug right into a regular season game and make a difference. Reggie Evans' award was almost a foregone conclusion. Lowry tried to take three charges in this game. He had one. He Like, he got a charge. He took a charge, and he's throwing himself around near the basket with reckless abandon. Even though he had no rebounds, you can see him boxing out under the bucket. He's just, he exudes energy in every action that he chooses to do. And he chooses to do actions quite often. I think he's, he always embodies a hustler. He always embodies a guy who's going to bring it and give it his all. And that's one of the most enjoyable aspects of Kyle Lowry, and as it was with Reggie Evans. The top quick reaction comment from Niagara underscore dude. Quote, some positives tonight were that Lowry looked in shape and healthy and gangster Bembry looks an upgrade over Jefferson. I'm sure some fans were disappointed in our starters, but it's only the preseason, so relax until the bullets start flying for real next week. My biggest concern is will Nurse provide minutes for Flynn, who appears to have a high skill level and is already one of the best passers on the team. We know Nurse will not play players who do not defend, and Flynn is not one of those guys because he defends, so he should be playing. Look how the Heat were rewarded in the playoffs by playing rookies in the regular season last season. End quote. Hey, Niagara underscore dude, we're seeing a lot of the same things, and I think I have a pretty good eye for the, the basketball that's being played. So, yeah, great takeaway from the first three games. Niagara dude, I agree with everything you've written down there, 100%. So that's it for me. That's it for you. That's it for Niagara Dude. Probably see him next time or her, whatever it is. But most importantly, if you're getting into this in the morning or at night, doesn't matter to me. I'm just glad you're listening. But have a blessed day and goodbye.